All right, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the Keenan Vision Podcast. Excited to be back and doing another episode. If you haven't already, like, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Um, we're really trying to run. Uh, I was about to say, Brandon, we're really trying to run up the numbers. That's what I was about to say. I'm glad I caught myself, even though I just said it. But uh, like and subscribe. We're trying to, you know, grow the channel. Um, you know, this is kind of a nonprofit deal right now. So if you could show us some love. But today we're talking about tithing. It's kind of a coincidence that we're talking about like, you know, supporting people, right? And a lot of times it's financially that we support people. And that's specifically what we're going to talk about today, along with other things like giving with time, giving with relationships. So today the title is Episode 9, Commands of Christ Number 9, Giving. So Brayden is going to read the command. It's going to be Matthew 6, 1 through 4. And then I'm going to read the story. So Brayden, go ahead. Matthew 6, 1 through 4 says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may, may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will will reward you. Mm, 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 mm. All right, Mark 12, verse 41 through 44 says, And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. He would be Jesus. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who were contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Um. Wow. Okay, so a little clarity. We This is the second time we're doing this episode. And me reading this passage for the second time, I'm seeing something that I didn't ever see. I'm seeing verse 44, for they all contributed out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Brayden, we didn't really talk about this last time. Everything she had, all she had to live on. Obviously, she was a poor widow, but everything she had, I don't, that's not a coincidence. She's, like, I don't know. That That's, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, that... Uh that particular part of that verse isn't taught too much in westernized America um, giving all that you have westernized yeah so I would just ask like I mean what do you feel like you learn about God right here first off Cole I say you know what do we learn about God right here because that's what we do on the King Division podcast what we learn about God what we learn about people what I learn about God here is that God what God loves God does not love a boaster. God does not love someone with ego. Look at me, look at me. God wants to be, God, it sounds kind of like selfish, right? When we, when, when I'm about to say this, God wants to be glorified, right? When we think about it in a human perspective, like imagine if I said that statement, hey, I want to be glorified. You kind of like look at that with a distaste, like, oh, you're egoistic. You want the glory. But if you look at God, God wants the glory, but that's not in a egoistic way. He created the world. He created the universe. He is worthy of all praise, right? So God does not want people who are looking at themselves. He wants people who are looking to him 
in finding their life and satisfaction of him. So in him. So that's what I learned about God. Yeah. And God is humble enough to share with us, you know, himself. I mean, that's no slight thing. Um, and he's, uh, he's just so magnificent and crazy, but, um, yeah, the humility. He's just so magnificent. He, he really is. And really, the humility is where you see right here. You see humility. And I would say a big thing about humility is that whenever you are humble, you acknowledge that Christ, that God, what he sees you doing is enough for you. And you don't need your approval of mm. others because God is enough. And that's, I and guess, I think, sorry to cut where you humility off, I think stands. He Go ahead. Sees that in us. I think he kind of sees that in us, right? He knows, he knows like, okay, we think we need that approval, but he already knows what we need. Mm, absolutely. Mm. I know. I don't know why. I thought that was a mic drop moment, but whatever. Yeah, no, but we were, we were made in his image, in his likeness. So <laughs> if we are going to be filled, then it's only going to be come, come through the creator that made this vessel that we have. So uh, I love the humility from her. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So Brayden, is there something, is there something you want to say specifically about like tithing or giving with your money? Yeah. So I would say that this is just uh, something that I do is that whenever I give money, I like to give time so that my heart behind what I do stays the same. Um, because God doesn't really desire, it's not really the money that he desires. He doesn't desire sacrifices as much as he desires a humble heart doing it. So I like to tie whenever I give money, I like to tie my time to that. And I think it, it does a good job of keeping my heart in the right place when I give to people. And I won't be looking selfishly because I will be giving my time as well. Obviously, you can still do that. But overall, it's going to help you to see that, oh, I'm just doing giving to this person so that they can be glorified or they can glorify me or someone else saw me do it so I can maybe feel better about myself. But in actuality, you need to be giving for the love of that other person or you need to be giving for just the love of God in general. And so, yeah, like I was saying, I think that it is an awesome thing to give your time when you give your money so that you can keep your heart in the right place when you give. Mm. Yeah. And I would like to establish that giving is a requirement giving. We're commanded to give, yeah. right? Something yeah. I read the other day, um, or I did a, whatchamacallit, I taught at a youth retreat, right? A youth, um, little, Sorry, I'm going to the verse real quick. I was, I was teaching at a youth retreat at Canyon Lake, right? And I was teaching on love. And the passage I was reading, it says, this is 1 John 3, verse 17 through 18. It says, But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. This is tied to so much more than money, but like we talk about love, we talk about giving, we talk about we love the Lord, Right. Big words, big accusations, right? You know, whatever. But let's not just talk about it. Let's do it. And in this 
text, 1 John 3, specifically talks about if you see your brother who is in need and you have a surplus of goods, you are commanded to give, right? This is talking about giving, right? That's money, that's food, that's resources, anything. Um, We're commanded to give because when you meet people's needs, you talk about you look at it in an evangelistic way. Mm-hmm. If you are meeting people's yeah. needs, then they will also you also can meet their needs spiritually when you spread the gospel to them. Right? So you can't yeah, just have one without the other. It's a both and. Amen. And you know, there's scripture that talks about how money is the root of all evil. Yeah, that's scripture. Oh, oh. The the love of money. Love of money. Did I I thought I said love. Did I not? No, you said the money. You said money's the oh, root I'm of all sorry. evil. <laughs> no. No. The love of money is the root of all evil. So when you're giving, you are crucifying your flesh as you give because that is where the devil can creep in. And he likes to creep creep in with money um, because that seems secure, that seems of worth, that seems of power, that seems of something that you can show to others that you are successful. Uh, But when you give, you crucify that uh, willingness especially when you give with when others can't see you give or you allow you do it in such a way that others don't see this. I just thought we live in this transactional world. Our culture is transactional. You make money Mm -hmm. to spend money. Everything costs Mm -hmm. money. Everything costs something, right? Well, I think that's kind of where the transformation and the supernatural work of God in the gospel takes place because what did Jesus do? He didn't do anything for hey so you can do works when he died on the cross is a free gift he served he yeah. didn't serve so then Amen. you could then serve him back or like have to repay what he gave you know he freely gave which is contrary to our super uh, our to our transactional economy right because everybody's give receive yeah if that makes any sense have you ever yeah. seen the movie in time brayden when he had they have the clock on there wow. they have the clock on there so basically instead of money they pay and do things with time. So say your lifespan is 100 centuries, right? Hmm. So if I go buy Dr. Pepper, right, it's a year. Um, it's, it'd probably be cheaper than that. It'd probably be 30 seconds, right? If you're buying a car, it'd probably be a year, right? So they pay with wow. time, right? But if And how does this correlate to what we're talking about? What Brayden said is, um, go? I just lost my train of thought. When Brayden, what, did, what did you payment. say before it just says there's you also when you give money you can give in time and you know that's also a, a form of giving you know is your time as well as your money and i like to do oh, them in I, tandem i like to give a tangible thing and a non-tangible thing like time because i think that gives a spiritual aspect to when you give money and people will be reminded of that when they get the money and I think what I was going off is when you're talking about the devil, oh. like the love of money oh, aspect, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. like this love was transactional community, which everything costs money. And I don't even know why I brought in the end time deal, probably because like that is just uh, another illustration. I don't know. But basically, the love of money will take the place of your love. If you love money, you can't love God. You can't love both God and money, right? That's another verse mm-hmm. talking about, I think it's in Matthew somewhere. But the point is, if you surrender your your finances you surrender your love of money to god and you put him first he will he will direct your cash flow he will direct but he will also he will command you and convict you to give 
probably sometimes in yeah. lump sums of money, probably lump sums of time. But then he will also supply you with everything you need on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, it says that, like, if he clothes the grass and, you know, that burns up, then how much more will he clothe you? Clothe you? So it's important to invest in the kingdom, not invest in yourself. We talk about, you know, Kingdom Vision Finances. We all got 401k, Roth IRA, <laughs> mutual funds, stocks and bonds. But are you investing in the kingdom of God, my, my guy? Are we investing in the kingdom of God? <laughs> That's oh, all of us say. Invest in the kingdom of God and you will return fourfold, fivefold, sixfold. You're fi- it will be returned, <laughs> right? An eternal cat, an eternal promise. You know what I'm saying, my guy? But anyways, yeah. I kind of want to get, Brain, I say we just get on these questions. What are some ways we... Oh, that was the next one. Not that it was the next episode. What are ways we should give to God? He says our money, our time, and our lives. Right? We're talking about money and time. What Braden what Braden was talking about. But our lives. That's a one time it's an everyday decision. But also think about it like when you accepted Christ, you gave him your life. That was the decision you made. If you forgot it, maybe you made like maybe you forgot that. But when you decided to follow Christ, you surrendered everything to Christ. You just you surrendered your wants, your needs, uh, your desires, and you laid them at the you laid them at the cross. And now you're He's your mm-hmm. Lord. And mm-hmm. sometimes, like I even I'll I'll let you know how I felt. I f- I forget that sometimes. I'm like, man, I want this. But when I decided to follow Christ, He is my Lord. He is the final. His say so is the final decision in my life. What he what what he wants for me, what his desires are for me, what he what he loves, what he hates, which is sin, all that stuff is the final say so. So my wants and needs and desires surrender to what he says is uh, righteous, Absolutely. which is good, acceptable. Absolutely. So why should we give to God? Um, you know, just off of what you said, because Jesus gave his life for us and a tangible thing, you know, what is that in the eyes of grace, you know, unending grace and unending love, you know, if you get the opportunity to use money to show grace and love, um, then you got to look at that as just a tangible thing. And what a small thing to give up to give someone some love, you know, what a small thing. So, mm-hmm. so how should we give to God? We should give joyfully. Um, and this is very hard. I fall short sometimes, but we should give joyfully. Not re- I'm going to just read the verse, 2 Corinthians 9, 7. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So do not give reluctantly like, ah, or even compulsively, but be joyful in however the Holy Spirit leads you. Amen. And number four, who do we give to? And that's an Acts. What I'm going to read, that's an Acts 4, 34 through 35. That's the a, story about the people yeah. selling all their possessions and laying them at the apostles' feet. Thirty four. Okay, so Acts 4, 34 through 35 says... There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of land or houses sold sold them and brought the proceeds of that of what was sold, and laid it at the apostles' feet, 
and it was distributed to each one as any had need. So, give to church, give to places that are going to give and reach out to the needy, you know, or give to the needy themselves. So, that, that, I mean, imagine living in that society or that church right there, like everyone sold everything they had and gave it to the church, which is not a building, a group of people. And imagine like, I mean, we, that's not even realistic today. I mean, it's not even a thing like to have sell everything. I mean, someone could do it if God commanded them to, but the idea of a church, everyone's selling everything they have. I mean, that's not, you don't see that mm-hmm. today. So I can only imagine how awesome and how like, spirit filled that body was oh and just to think the unity in everyone doing that and making that decision you know everyone on the same team that would feel like being on a super team like everyone's just like <laughs> be like the warriors think the warriors are super team you think 97 <laughs> 98 bulls uh-huh uh-huh acts 30 x 35 <laughs> acts 34 35 baby that that's super team right there ain't unstoppable unbeatable um yeah but brian i don't know if you got anything else i think we should wrap it up that is all i have so all right y'all well we appreciate y'all watching another episode of the kenny vision podcast go ahead and share this mm-hmm. with a friend if you feel led to do so um next week we got praise and worship episode 10 command or i'm sorry episode 23 commands of christ number 10 So y'all be looking out for that on Wednesday. God bless everyone.